0: I want to share a story with you around as you're in the process of growing your business, whether it be growing it to a new level, a level that you've already done before, but want to try and do in a simpler, easier, more joy-filled way, or something else I can't think of, because let's be honest, if you have a business, there's at least one main goal of wanting to uh, help more people and bring in more sales to do that. So I notice when we're talking about scaling or growing, we unfortunately in the industry that we've been in, and this is a larger lesson that is shown in a lot of the you know corporate spaces or workspaces around kind of always seeing productivity or seeing the scaling journey as linear, similar to how we feel about healing. And I noticed this coming up for me this week where I mentioned this a couple of times throughout my podcast over the last year and even on Instagram that I have some type of like chronic illness that's popped up since probably December of last year that just hasn't gone away. And it's something that affects my sleep, brain fog, all that kind of stuff. And it's, you know, frustrating knowing that it's been almost, I think now almost 10 months that I've had it, you know, gone to multiple doctors, all those kind of things. Um, done acupuncture done naturopath done three times regular doctors you name it I've done it and nothing has really cured it right and for the longest time I was fixating that it wasn't cured because in the past with healing or even just thinking about like a standard bruise you know over time it heals itself and I think that similar ideology happens in scaling too where we naturally believe if we put in x amount of actions y will come out so if we put in if we sell every day then we're going to grow or if we do this thing every day we're attaching to it then it's going to give us that you know that certainty that we're hoping for to to grow the business or to scale it but the interesting thing is that scaling is more similar to this talk around like chronic illness healing than like a bruise or a scab or a wound because those are pretty straightforward <laughs> unless you have something that's again deeper that could be causing that uh thing from not healing for example if you are already sick if you have an infection affection that comes up all the kind of things and I think if we understand that a lot of things that we experience in life can help us to mirror and learn how to approach it then in business, it actually takes some of the pressure off of our brains because I know with this chronic illness that I've been having, or I'm just calling it chronic illness because it hasn't been diagnosed yet still. So it's easier for me just to call it that at the moment because there's nothing else I can say about it. And I noticed that with this, there are hundred percent good days and bad days where the symptoms are a lot worse where I have like low brain fog, or sorry, high brain fog, low energy, um, congestion in the nose, uh, mucus in the lungs, all that kind of stuff. And there's also good days. But because I'm so fixated on the good days, I overdo it. <laughs> and then I will do too much that day. I've been really indoctrinating more into spoon theory in case anybody knows about it uh, through, I've seen a lot on TikTok or people who are in that space on managing your energy when it is fluctuating and I think this is a good correlation for us to remember because with this good or bad days it really challenges the status quo of linear because even time isn't linear and I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole of you know time is a social construct and all those kind of things because you've probably heard at least some type of mention of you know time is what you make it uh, you think about how long a minute feels like when you're in a plank versus a minute when you're uh, watching a, you know, a funny show, it's faster, it's slower, that perceived time is what's actually true, not the linearness of it. And I think the word linear is, the concept of it really messes us up in this new age of business we're in, this new age of marketing, of humaning, because There is really not much in life that is linear because I think so often we think of linear as guaranteed projected up. Like, if you actually look at the definition of linear, uh, like the concept of what linear is, you'd be surprised (laughs) to know that it is literally just talking about a, you know, extending along a straight line or uh, one stage that goes up. like a single series of steps so it's basically just saying they unfortunately it's not really that pretty (laughs) of a definition but it really is just saying that it involves one dimension only progressing from one stage to another in a single series of steps sequential but the thing is there is not a lot in life that fits that mold you know aging is probably one of the biggest things of being linear but even then can it be linear if you pass away early like my mom and stepmom both passed away before they were 50 so even though it's linear that they got to 50 how they got there or past that was not so it's interesting because as I'm reflecting more to help my clients in business and even myself when you start to Take out the word linear or take out the concept of that everything is a straight line up. Like that's the only barometer for success. And whether you consciously know that, but unconsciously you believe that, because the last however many years we've been taught that it's just always going, like it's always meant to go up, up, up. <laughs> you're never meant to go down. If you're down or if your income's down or whatever it is, you're a failure or your energy's low, then blah, blah, blah. Like we have so much so much stories and mental headache around this concept of it not being linear because the the concept of linear in context to this in business and in life, it makes us feel like we know where we're going. Again, a lot of this, especially with scaling or healing, it really challenges your beliefs on certainty, on trust, on belief and inner knowing and intuition all these things because when you actually realize that linear is not really a concept that we can use nowadays unless you have something that is a guaranteed thing for example i remember when i was in college the one economics class i took they talk about supply and demand or and then part of supply and demand is inelastic and elastic products and I remember them talking about and I will always forget which one is which I'm pretty sure yes okay I think inelastic if I remember correctly is that it is uh something that does not oh yeah it does not change it does not um go up or down it just is And then the elastic obviously is the one that can go up or down all the way around. And the thing is, if you look at what um, these inelastic and and elastic things do or what they are, is the only things that are truly going to be inelastic are the base level needs like food, fuel, those things we will have to buy regardless of how high it goes up unless you're on some type of plantation, which is like kudos for you. But the issue is because of this concept of like inelastic demand of food and fuel and like those things that we have to do regardless of whatever job we have or whatnot, they're just part of, if you look at Maslow hierarchy of of needs, like they're the lowest part that has to be done. We unfortunately equate that even though our products, our business, ourselves, are, we know that they are so valuable, they are so amazing. Does not always mean that they're going to be in that same inelastic people will buy it at any price or anything like that. It is elastic. It is ever-changing because unless you're selling gas, fuel, uh, I'm trying to think of what other ones they are. basically anything under food shelter that people have to have, it's going to really make you have to build a better relationship with certainty and uncertainty with trusting, with also testing your ability to hold space in the void of when things are going, when you don't know where things are going. And I'm saying this because it's something that I kept pushing away when I had my agency, when I had my ad agency and funnel agency. It felt like at that time, it was very inelastic because everyone wanted ads and Facebook ads and all those kind of things. It was something that basically sold itself because the demand was already there. But then when I shifted into more of the funnel work and messaging work that I do now, because to be honest, the people's, most people's ads that didn't work is because it had a bad funnel and bad message and overall like out of alignment. (laughs) So now I'm focused on that to help them so that whenever they do ads, it actually works well. That... It really challenged my own brain of, oh wait, that was easier because the you know the demand was already there because it was a very much like fixed type of thing people needed in their business to grow it is more leads, right? That's very much a, a quote unquote linear thought to go from I want leads, I have money to pay for it, I do ads, or I want leads, I don't have money to pay for it, I'll do organic. Like it's very much a straightforward thought so it's easy to get there but the thing is to come back to the healing part of this too is that when you start to treat everything as linear and elastic you're then going to be gutted when you realize that's not the truth but the thing is when you actually start to accept that and be like okay this actually is something that fluctuates and that there isn't certainty in what I believe there was, you actually open up space for something that can be pretty much guaranteed, which is trusting more of yourself and trusting the parts of you that aren't being dictated by the vanity metrics, by the, the uh, what's it called, the shiny numbers, by the things that your the ego or conscious mind is wanting to use to validate themselves, to to kind of convince themselves that they are secure because you're like, wow, I had this viral video or wow, I had this really good launch. It guarantees that I'm going to be good for a while. And that's looking externally versus when you're able to create that internal piece for yourself, then you're able to scale because you're not going to be swayed by if something changes and maybe it's like one month, you have a little bit less sales or maybe you're on vacation, which means you're just not selling as much, whatever it is when you can create that internal piece for yourself and then distill that into your like sales pages, into your emails, into the way that you're selling and promoting and marketing, then you actually get that piece you've been looking for all along in that concept of linearness. Because with me, with the healing piece, going back to the chronic illness, I had this actual thing happen last week where again, I am at least once a week now, at least an hour or two every week, researching a new thing to try, to try and help this, whether it be plants, whether it be a diet, whatever it is. And I remember that I had a particularly hard day or hard couple of days of sleep. And I had something happen that triggered me needing to like release some emotions. Like I was feeling sad, angry, exhausted, all those things. So I fully let myself go there. I let myself go through the sadness, go through the anger, all those things. And it was interesting because the 24 hours after that, I felt like I had my lungs back for a moment. It felt like I had healed them. And it was interesting because I was holding on to that day so much, being like, this is amazing. And then when it went back to, you know, the normal now, which is that it's congested, I have a hard time breathing, that kind of stuff. When I saw that, I immediately got deflated being like, well, that means that I'm not doing something right or something went wrong. When... We're able to shift our perspective to say, that is amazing that I had a great day for the first time in a while. How can I use that to remind myself, okay, let's try and find what did work from that. How can we plug that into be better things? Instead of saying that because not every day is like that, means I can't, that I'm not going to heal fully. When it's actually a great reminder that I have something to look forward to. Something is working. Even in the 10 months where it feels like nothing is working, the, you know, the antibiotics or the supplements that I'm on, the food that I'm on, it's helping to lessen some of the symptoms, not cure it. But when I focus so much on just the curing piece, again, the linear piece of it having to be fully done, then I am discounting myself on the pieces that are actually getting me to the cure, which are looking at the good days, seeing what worked Building from there, acknowledging the wins, still being mindful and doing things within my control, they'll inevitably lead me to that. But if I get stuck in the linearness or binary thing of I'm cured or I'm not cured, I'm healthy or I'm not healthy, I then lose the progress that I just made because I'm not looking at what has been working or that there has been wins. So I'm saying all of this just to help remind you in case you're on a space where you're growing your business in a new way, or you're growing it in a way that feels, you know, out of uh, the linear construct that maybe you're used to or have been told, is that is actually normal. There are a lot of people right now, I just read a couple of posts recently from other people in the industry, and the sentiment's the same, where 2023 has really challenged a lot of business owners to confront the pieces of their business and life that are out of alignment, that don't feel good. And the thing is, when we don't really take time to acknowledge that, we are essentially guaranteeing our business is going to die off. Because the only thing that we can really guarantee in life is change. And if we keep resisting that change or thinking the change has to be quicker or basically shaming however our current trajectory is on a given day, on a given month, on a given year, we're then actually delaying ourselves further and further and further from the goal we have because we are now resisting the the way the, the body is healing or the way the business is growing. And it's just something that I really want to validate for you in case you're in that space where you are growing, but maybe it's just not the rate or the way you thought it was going to be or whatever is going on, that if you can better build your discernment, your intuition, your understanding of how to use data in a way that shows if it's what's working what's not working your ability to celebrate your ability to release the shoulds and the emotions that come up from having to challenge these pieces of yourself that we're kind of taught in society that it's guaranteed you're going to be able to make money doing this or whatever is the thoughts currently running around your brain if you were able to commit to that alongside of the business work you're doing the scaling piece, the healing piece, would become easier. I don't say quicker or faster. because I think sometimes that's something that is an easy like trope to use for marketing to say like it's going to happen faster, which it 100% might. I know every time that I do this kind of work where I'm really acknowledging, you know, worries or doubts or limiting beliefs, the day after or even sometimes the hour after, I'll have someone book a call or I'll have someone buy something. So I've seen the patterns. But even my brain will forget sometimes and doubt that even though we have a whole history of our past selling patterns of marketing, we actually weren't fighting or resisting or angry or sad and just being and choosing to optimize what we can. Life got a lot easier. Business got a lot easier. And I'm hoping that this just reminds you to instead of searching for the linear of it always going up. How can you root better in yourself so that whatever happens, it can still grow? Maybe it's slower one month. Maybe it's faster one month. Maybe it's sustained one month. None of that should change how you feel about the inevitability of your business or, or for me, the healing of my own body. So I'm hoping this will give you kind of what you needed to go into the remainder of 2023 and in 2024 and all the years going forward. Because if there's something that you could do for yourself that would actually help you to grow your business is to shop, stop shaming the pieces that you don't think are working or that aren't going at the same rate of time. Again, time is like a social construct that you see or want it to be. And with that, I'm going to go into the next episode that I know is going to be a huge thing around talking about the concept of like nobody's buying in 2023, giving a case study of actually a client of mine that has been doing phenomenal and what's been her difference on it. So I'd love for you to join me in that one, but take this as whatever you needed from it and I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Online Presence Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please go down and give a five-star review. And if you want to continue the conversation, be sure to follow us at Danielle Clem with three Ms on Instagram, and if you're ready to take your scaling journey to the next level, head over to danielleclem.com for our own life-changing offers. See you on the interwebs and in the next episode.